1: Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker.
0: Hey guys, Working Class Bowhunter Podcast once again. Myself, Kurt Geyer, and Austin Chandler. We're doing the intros for the ATA episodes. So, the ATA episodes are... Uh, usually, a little bit shorter episodes like that. So, and we're probably going to use, we're going to rapid blast these. So, if this is the first one in the batch you're listening to or in the middle of the batch of ATA, episode, ATA episodes, uh, you know, we're using the same intro for all of them because they're kind of quick, in your face episodes and uh, just, you know, certain products or stories or whatever it may be that we recorded on. But ATA was a good time this year. Uh, we had a ton of fun getting to see all our buddies. Uh, Doug rode the bull at uh, PBR, had his make cutting great again moment. Uh, I mean, what else happened? There's a bunch of stuff going on, some good meetings. We recorded a bunch of good podcasts. Um, Yeah, I got to shake hands with some guys we'd never met
2: before, got to maintain a bunch of existing relationships, and had a great time at ATA.
0: always look forward to that show. It it is a good time, man. And I always think, like, man, I don't know if we're going to do ATA this year. And then after we do it, I'm always glad. It's always fun. Always fun. Clint Casper came down. Our good buddy Todd Anderson came and hung out for yeah. a little bit. Um, we just had a good time, man. Positive vibes. Literally, I couldn't name one negative thing that happened if I had to. Um, a lot of bums in Louisville. <laughs> that was the
2: negative, <laughs> That's I That's the negative. Yeah, it was cold. But we got to eat some Krispy Kremes and uh, ate some good barbecue one night. There's always good food
0: down there. Yeah, it, it was a good time all around. So... Mm-hmm. If it's the same st- type of intro on all these ATA ones, we just figured that, you know, th- they're shorter episodes. We, you know, it, g- it gets the point across. Um, and real quick, we just want to thank our partners and we want to thank you guys for listening to our ads and supporting what we do and supporting our partners because they support us. And if they support us for as wild as we are sometimes, uh, to me, I think that th- that says they're pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, elite Archery, Big Time, Scent Crusher old barn taxidermy camo fire Leupold optics HHA and HHA USA thermo seat victory arrows huntworth slick trick spy point cams um, novix tree stands and of course there's some there's some more in there that are coming or you know that we're we're working with and that'll be popping back up in the year um but yeah man we just appreciate all you guys and supporting what we do and um, you know anybody that came up and talked to us at ATA was it was very flattering and, and very very weird for us, but we appreciate it. If that makes sense, right? Yeah. So let's just get to these. We'll cut the BS. Um, hope you enjoy them. Hope uh, you want to check out some of these products. And uh, yeah, rapid fire blast the podcast, three shot burst. Hope you like it. One,
3: two, blast. One, two, blast.
0: Class, class. Alright boys, another podcast here at the ATA show, 2022 Louisville, Louisville, depends who you, where you're from. Where you're from and how you say it. Yeah, we found out it's Louisville. Louisville. We're correct. Louisville. Um, and we have Randy stoppenhagen. not Copenhagen, no. but <laughs> as we're trying to quit Copenhagen. Hit Randy up because he probably has no advice for you. Um, <laughs> C3 Mitts, thanks Yes. For, thanks for doing the podcast, man.
1: Thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate it.
0: Of yeah, course, yeah. of course. So we got introduced by a lot of the people we meet at ATA Show through Rubline and Chase Rolson and all our good buddies here, uh, Rubline Marketing. I also shout out to them for hosting us inside the RebLine media room. Yeah, uh, another year. I don't know why they keep inviting us back. But we must but be doing do. like either two things. We're doing a good job. Which is It's a possibility It may be Or they feel bad for us And so they feel like they have to invite us hey, back
2: I think, so, he, I, I think that's We're it. just so dumb It's like the circus <laughs> That you can't help but go look at
0: <laughs> Yeah that's, that's what's going it's on It's like man you know They're good kids Try out. to help him out. Try to help him out. And so him. if you've
1: want. got some inside skinny, I've only been with him now for a year. So if you've got any dirt, I need it. Okay, we'll we talk can, after we can the podcast. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll edit that
0: part out. Actually, <laughs> Chase, Chase is kind of in earshot. He hasn't noticed that we're looking at him. We'll keep it that way. He's busy. Um, C three mits man, you uh, you just came by and kind of gave us like a quick rundown mm-hmm. on, on quick the process. Yeah, and uh, I think let's just do a, like a full breakdown and let's start with. The obvious first. And then I want to talk about the company and how you thought it sure. and all that, too. But first things first, let's talk about the product because that's what people want right out the rip. And uh, one, I love the idea. But we talked before this, like, we need to bring up that people see this product and like hardcore archery guys or hardcore bow hunters and might have, like, maybe a little turned off, I guess, with something being on the bow, like on sure. the grip. And, you know, you're aware of that, like, shock factor at first.
1: Yeah. I mean, as a bow hunter myself... People look at that, and they're like, three things. It's either going to make me torque my bow, it's going to hit the string, or there's going to be some arrow problems. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and... To be honest,
3: that's the exact same things I thought when I seen it. Right. Yeah.
1: Right. But, when we designed that, the way that was thought up, I'm an elk, I'm I'm an archery hunter, I hunt whitetails up in Mm -hmm. northern Idaho. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's normally minus 20, minus 25. Brutal. And i used, And I use a muff. I mean, how many of us use a muff to keep our hands warm? Or right. War our pockets. Okay. So I used a muff, and I went back to the hotel that night because I got tired of grabbing a minus 28-degree instrument. Right. Hoping that the deer <laughs> would give me an opportunity to shoot. So I took my muff, which was 40, 50 bucks, mm-hmm. and I cut it in half. Then I cut a slice in the bottom and the top, put it around the bow, went down and got a stapler from the office, stapled it, (laughs) and I went out the next day, because I'm just a relaxed-fingered shooter. Yeah, sure. So it worked for me. Mm -hmm. But I was like, it's got to be adjustable. I knew I had something, but it's got to be adjustable. It's got to be able to fit everybody's hand size, because we all have a different hand size, and we all palm our bow differently. Mm -hmm. Some are high wrist, some are open-finger, so... I sat down with the seamstress five years later after I thought of it. Five years, I was like, I got to do this. Mm. So we went through two years of testing, and we went through eight prototypes to make a piece of cloth with insulated value, fit around any bow, mm. and accommodate anybody's shooting style. Then we went out and tested it for two years. Then I brought it to market.
0: You know, I love it. I think the idea is cool. It is. I was shocked by it first because I'm, I'm one of those guys like – I don't want to say I'm over-paranoid about, like, my bow setup, but, like, uh, when I'm on my hunt, if I have to put my bow on my backpack, like, I'm freaking out about everything, maybe more than I should, but... Well, too,
3: just, like, adding stuff to your bow that... Yeah.
0: You know, the more shit you add, you're just like, God, do I really need that? Yeah. But also, we are talking, like, I shoot... The release I shoot, and I guess we're jumping ahead here, maybe we're not, but I don't really wear gloves when I'm bow hunting, or at least... When I feel like I'm going to get a shot or whatever like that, I might put a glove in my left hand and then throw my right hand in my pocket with my release. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of times if I don't have, if I'm using a a regular muff with like hand warmers in it, I don't have any gloves on, but then it's freezing cold outside. So if I get a deer that comes in and I grab my bow and if I get caught, they they look up and do the whole head (laughs) bob thing. And then I'm just, like, sitting there, and then my hand's black. I got black hand, and it's just, like, my fingers are breaking off. Like, black, black foot. Right. But black hand just sounds black a little hand. racist. So I mean, that. <laughs> my bad. Like the movie. I didn't mean that. I got it. It's not like black face. It's just, you know, whatever. So, anyway. Moving along. Moving yeah. along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See what I did? So, yeah, you just I just kind of suffer through it. And, I don't know, I just thought it was part of it. But, anyway, like, this fixes that if I get caught... And I don't have to worry about bulky gloves on my release hand or on my bow grip hand.
2: That's, right. the, that's the big advantage for me. Like as, as a whitetail hunter in Illinois in the wintertime, I mean, November you can tough it out with some thin gloves. Mm-hmm. But by the time December rolls in, you've got to put those heavier mitts on. So then you've got to think, all right, release, go over or under this. Do I take it off in the heat of the moment or do I try to learn how to adapt and shoot with it on? And this system kind of solves some of those issues, I yeah, think. Exactly.
1: Well, five years ago, that came on the market. I got a patent on it, and then we moved forward. Well, going out and doing shows, I had people that, okay, now I've picked up a crossbow, or I also rifle hunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I shotgun hunt ducks. Can you make something for me? Yeah. So two years ago, we went back, and we sat down, and we designed a set of mitts that will fit on a shotgun, a rifle, a crossbow, mm-hmm. and that bow mitt. This mitt is called a multi-mitt. Mm-hmm. It's got an elastic band. You can either put it over your wrist if you're a bow hunter. Mm -hmm. It protects your release. This is going on your shooting hand. Exactly. On your right hand. Yeah. Right. And then when the moment comes, you slide your hand out, Mm -hmm. take the shot, rotate your hand back in. But it can also go on the back of a shotgun, rifle, crossbow. Yeah, just on like the stock area. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that's why we call it the multi-met.
0: Show it off here. Yeah. And, and also, I I was putting my hand in there, and you're like, feel that little, there was. little, pocket little in there? dingle dong in there? Yeah, there's like a <laughs> pocket for a hand warmer in here. Right. So, yeah, not only are you out of the wind, but you can throw a hot yeah. hand or whatever. Right. I yeah. like it because it,
2: in, in late winter, you could wear your light glove setup that you run all season. If you're out, you know outside of it working in the tree stand doing whatever, mm-hmm. and wear those light gloves and then stick them in there, and you're good to go. And yeah. You can Get wear your same roll. light
0: season glove setup with this. Yeah. No, I'm a fan of that it's always just hard because my release I shoot the Scott Hex which is a it's a back tension release but it's like cut off and then there's like a, it's hooked to like a regular caliper style strap okay so i don't you know i rely on the strap to not have it fall off my wrist and i keep it tucked in to its own strap and then when i'm ready i pull it out and i can get ready but it hangs loose and i just with the glove with the back tension i don't want that extra thickness when i'm mm-hmm. shooting so that's why i never wear a glove so that's handy to have that but yeah i just always have to worry about getting cold and then it's hard to get warm back up if it's that brutal cold right
1: well and if you don't want it on your wrist you can take that elastic and you can buckle it to your belt loop so that way you can sit there and that's another thing i'm sure everybody's experienced um letting go with the death grip Mm -hmm. like when you when you have your bow in your lap like Mm -hmm. the first hour yeah all of a sudden you make a mistake and you take your hand off Where does your bow end up 20 feet on the ground yeah that mitt, the fact that it's attached around the bow, mm-hmm. just the weight of your hand inside the mitt, you don't have to keep a death grip on your bow, and the bow will right. stay right in your lap. Gotcha. So you're not sitting there constantly, you know, keeping a death grip on the bow. That was me. Sorry, guys. Sorry. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. Hey, not the first time it's happened. <laughs>
0: yeah. no, we've had crazier stuff happen on the podcast. That's true. <laughs> um, no, who, I think who, it's who great, can man. Who now? Yeah. And answer it. Let's put them on blast. You're yeah. interrupting us. Yeah, I'll get right back to you. <laughs> I'm busy. But this is like, for guys that hunt brutal late season, like Ross, Ross our buddy Ross Bigger, another co-host of our show who's not here because he's hunting, should be hunting, better find out. He awesome. better be hunting. He better be. He hunting. better be. <laughs> but he's a late season guy. So these fit in even more for him. Or, like, our good buddy Johnny Utah was just up in, like, Saskatchewan. Oh, yeah. It was, like, negative 22, negative 30 degrees up it's there. Negative like 33, you said. Yeah.
1: Like, can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, but see, I dig that. Yeah. I mean, with the facial hair, I mean, by the end of the day, when I get out of the tree, this is all ice. Uh-huh. And it's like, hell yeah. It looks cool. It is. It's cool. I mean, to be able to sit there all day from sunup till sundown and minus 28 on a little metal platform. Yeah pretty cool. I mean to me it is. I yeah. mean I don't know and that might be sick to some people but no. I I enjoy the challenge of being out there to see if I can endure. It's the man shit. There you it's go. The man it's the man shit. Yeah. So
0: what what when you bring the the mitt to just other consumer shows and people see it for the first time what's like the general reaction at first?
1: It's going to hit the string. Yeah. Or it's going to make me torque my bow. Mhm. But now you've had your hand in there for a while. Yep. So where what is your palm? Is there any interference? Well, I wonder if we can get this on the camera.
0: No, there's no we, interference. We can do I can yeah. do some overlays later. We'll do a shot and I can get in there with the camera.
3: But it's kind of cool though cuz like inside the mitt, your actual riser is open.
0: Right. Yeah.
3: It's not like an actual glove where yeah. it
0: could be the glove on the riser. I, yeah, that's important to to clarify that. Right. It, you're, you're grabbing your bow grip. You're grabbing your yeah, yeah, it's an early season
2: setup. I mean, you it's like right. you're shooting like I said, you can shoot with your light glove and still shoot that My system. My hand
3: right sense. now on the grip is the bare aluminum of the bow.
0: I guess the best way to look at it is like one of those um, climate controlled domes you see. That's what it is for your hand and your bow. Right. Your bow grip, yeah. Honestly. Yeah, there you there go. You know, yeah. when,
1: when you slid your hand in there, your fingers go into a finger pocket. Yep. Yep. That's there for two reasons. One, when you're carrying your 10 degree bow or 15 minus 15 degree bow into the woods, it keeps that metal off your skin. Mm-hmm. Sure. And two, when it's bitter cold, you can activate a hand warmer. The, the mitt has 200 grams of it mm-hmm. so it's good for the normal person to about 28 degrees. Mm-hmm. After that, you activate a hand warmer. It'll be 80, 90 degrees in that mitt all day long.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. That's that is crazy. cool. I do like that, though. I think that's important to show that. Let me see this, baby. When you When you do grab it, you're not... Because it looks like, if you don't know how the inside is, you would think that you're holding your bow grip inside this big like puppy you, you would think mm-hmm.
3: you would think you're holding it like this right yeah you know yeah, what i mean yeah <laughs> right. that's what you think you're when right. you first look at it but actually it wraps around your riser where or your grip where yeah. your grip is actually exposed in there yeah
0: but yeah most people are just like that's gonna hit my string right right
1: and originally the very first gen that's the third gen mitt the very first mitt was actually an inch longer
3: Oh right! Really? Um, oh, gotcha. It was
1: an inch longer because I wanted to make sure that coat made really good contact, mm-hmm. and it still didn't interfere with anything. But what happened was, with a shorter brace height bow, they'd swing that mitt around and they'd go, "See, it's going to hit the string. It's going to mm-hmm. hit the string." I'm like, "If you're that locked out, that string is going to hit your coat yeah. sleeve." You got other issues, brother. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and as you can see, the mitt angles away from the bow.
0: Sure, mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, hold, um, hold it up here Eric, for the cameras.
1: Yeah, I mean, the bus cables know, do not I mean, matter.
0: Yeah, yeah, and right.
1: It, and it doesn't matter what drop-away you use. There's there's no interference. There's no torquing issues. All that's doing is keeping your hand nice and warm so you can concentrate on why you're out there instead of how bad your hands hurt.
0: Yeah, you well know, that makes sense because if you shoot a drop-away when you, um, the rope comes to your cable, it's yep. on the opposite side of where the mid is anyway. Right. So, yeah, I, I mean, I get it. I get the, you know, it's we talk about, like, the scent products. There's a lot of, like skeptics on scent products and stuff like that right. but i think anything new or anything that might be a little like shocking that attaches to your boat True. you're gonna have the same same reaction sort of skeptic outlook on it right um which
1: i is mean it's expected. five ounces yeah right it only right. weighs five ounces and it's i mean to me if i can be out there an hour or two longer when everybody else is like i'm packing it in mm-hmm. right in fact i've had guys come up and go if it's that cold, I'm not going out there. I'm mm. like, why would you not be out there if your tag mm. isn't filled? Yeah, you're, you're missing a sure. good hunt. Yeah, I
0: was like, well, this product isn't for you then.
1: <laughs> well, how much have you spent on your coat? How much have you spent on your pants? Mm-hmm, how right. much have you spent on everything else to keep you warm? Yet the yeah. most important part of the whole thing is the hand to the bow. Yeah. right. And you're like, uh, suck it up.
0: Yeah. Yep. I mean,
1: I I just don't get it.
0: Yeah. That's a good point, too. But no, I think it's good, dude. I, I see this as, you know, I hunt late season, but... I, I try to tag out before, <laughs> before this tag
2: cold
3: out. <laughs> so it gets too try. cold.
0: I mean, but if I had an open tag, I'm hunting. It's definitely
2: got its place in the late season for yeah. sure. Oh yeah. But guys guys like us that have their ironclad ritual that we've used for, you know, six years, seven years, however long, we're reluctant to add anything new to the system that might, yeah. you know, be something foreign and something more to learn. But yeah. sure. in the late season, this thing's definitely got its place. Oh, I,
0: oh 100%. I would say, you know, like... Uh, do you do a lot of consumer shows and stuff like that?
1: Yeah. In fact, um, up until COVID hit, right, right. I would leave January 4th from Namp, Idaho. Mm-hmm. I'd come here. Then from this show, I'd go out and do a consumer show every weekend till about April 15th, and then I'd go back home.
0: Okay. What ones do you have on the roster? Because what I'm getting at here is there's people that are going to listen and watch this, even though we're explaining it, and still be a skeptic, which, right, whatever. I kind of get it. What I'm getting at is, like, can they come see this at a show? In person. In person, and then actually feel it out if you have consumer shows planned.
1: That's a great question. No. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, now that I'm with RubLine, part of it is trying to explain the story through social media, Facebook, doing podcasts, other things like that. Sure. Um, And we've got a lot of videos. If you go to the website... I mean, there's, there's testimonials, there's videos on how it's installed, mm. slow motion videos on the shot so people can see right. that it's not going to do anything you to affect any paranoia. the shot. Right, yeah. exactly. Uh, but what I tell people to show is give me just one arrow. One and we've, arrow. we've run some great sales throughout the year. Mm-hmm. In fact, we had one sale for 24 with free shipping. I would send them that, Matt. Mm-hmm. Give me one arrow. You'll see for yourself that it does nothing. You, that arrow is going to go exactly where it did before you put that mitt on your bow. Mm-hmm. So, I guess you know for twenty four ninety five. If you've ever dealt with the cold, why wouldn't you try that?
0: Right. You know you say that I could have used this like a week ago when I was on the back of a snowmobile holding my bow. And oh. was f- f- Fucking cold. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you have it on your podcast, but. Um, yeah, I could use that. Yeah, because yep. man, that sucked. I mean, I had gloves, but then at a certain point, then I got sweaty. Yep. But the gloves are different because I'm not—I didn't hold my bow the whole time, you know. But like the point when it was like, hey, we found a lion track, we got to get into this area, into this ravine, and I'm hiking with my bow in my hand, and of course I have ready to shoot if I had to be ready to shoot. So I probably got ready too early to shoot for that lion because I had my gloves and stuff off already, my release and all that on. So, but yeah, I mean, that would have saved my lion. ass probably. Mountain lion. Where were you at? Wyoming. Really? Yeah, we were in a. Well, we I rented an Airbnb with my buddy Devin in Star Valley area. Okay. And then my buddy Trey Heiner lives out that way and has a outfit, um, Double Diamond washkie Outfitters. Did, so. Did you get a good one? Did you get a good one? Yeah, I, I think it's a good one. He said it was a good, good average cat. And, good. Um, yeah, I'm. I'd never seen a mountain lion person until then. So, so you it, went out on a five six yeah, day. Five, six. Well, you're gonna laugh at this. So we went out for. <laughs> The holidays. I don't want to
1: hear it, actually.
0: (laughs) Well, we went out for some – my buddy – he's one of my good buddies, Trey Heiner, out there. Um, He's like, hey, come out this winter and bring your family out. We'll go tubing and go sleigh riding with the horses. He's got a bunch of horses. He's like, hey, we'll try to lion hunt for a couple days. I'm like, yeah, cool. I'm in, of course. So my buddy Devin came. Got an Airbnb down there with the family. And uh, I'm talking to my buddy Trey. I'm like, is it possible to maybe get a shot at a lion in one day because the family's here? I drug him. Up. We did the twenty whatever hour drive. It is with the weather. You don't want to be away from him for five days. We, well, yeah, I don't want to be like. All right, honey, we're going to hunt lions for five days straight. <laughs> <laughs> See you <laughs> dark. Yeah, sorry. So, uh, oops. Trey's like, yeah, I think we got we got a pretty good chance. You know, we could probably get on one just from you know what he had been doing. Mm-hmm. And we got one in a tree the late late in the first day and shot one. That's a quick condensed story.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I've got a. Nose to tail, eight foot six. Just missed Boone Cougar. Really? Yeah, in Idaho with a buddy of mine. Four year odyssey. No kidding. I can't tell you how many ravines and waist deep snow up and down, up and down. Oh, that's a small female. Let it go.
0: Yeah, mine's not oh. that big. Mine's not that big. Oh, it's a um it's a nice
2: representative of the species. It's a nice cat. I'll show you a picture just so you yeah. can either talk shit to
0: me or uh, praise me
1: well and, 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 and yours was a one arrow cat right yeah mine five arrows five arrows okay the guy had never that's a nice cat there's nothing wrong with that no cat. no that that's a good cat i'm
0: definitely not saying that's what trey said it was a big female actually yeah so he's like dude that's about as big as a female yeah. gonna get shoot it you know and it, of course didn't it was legal cat didn't have kittens or nothing like that or i don't know if you call them kittens Kid. Yeah, yeah cubs. I think so.
2: Cooglets, Cubs, Cooglets.
0: What? Eric. come up with that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this. Yeah. Sorry. So, <laughs> hey, 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 lay
3: off the sauce, would you? <laughs> yeah, lay out the sauce.
0: No, I'm, I'm being an idiot. Yeah, didn't have any offspring.
1: So the guy that took me had never taken a bow hunter before. No and, kidding. And he was so freaked out that there'd be all these arrows sticking out, of <laughs> and then when the cat came out, the dogs would get all cut up. Yeah, right. yeah. So. I look over. Uh, first of all, we get in to where this cat is, and he goes, dude, kill that cat. That is a hell of a cat. I'm like, okay. Dogs are barking. Chaos is going on. It is chaotic. I look up in the tree, and I'm, and I'm standing on the steep ravine looking straight across at the cat, and it's facing away from me. He goes, come on down here. So I get to the base of the tree. The cat's 40 feet up in the tree. I'm like, okay, I can put it right in here. And bring it right out here. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I said, and I look over, and he's starting to assemble a mountain rifle. I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, I'm going to shoot that cat if it comes out of the tree with a bunch of arrows. And I'm like, do not shoot that cat. I said, let it's me. Fine. I, we're fine. We're good. So I get down. I crank it back, and I lean almost into the hill. And I let down. I'm like, okay, I'm going to take the shot. Everybody ready? Here we go. Right right where I was aiming. Yeah. Cat just sits there. All of a sudden, Tyler's screaming, "Shoot him again! Shoot him again! Shoot him again!" Like freaking out. <laughs> and I'm like, "It's dead. It doesn't know it." He goes, "Shoot it again!" Yeah. So it's his. It's his dogs. It's his deal. So yeah. I knock a second arrow. Boom, same spot. Now the cat gets mad. Yeah. Cat turns, starts down the tree. Yes. Hit it again
2: hit it
0: again.
1: I'm like, and this all happened like in 15 seconds. So right. I'm like. <laughs> I'm like I knock a third arrow, he's coming down the tree I break his shoulder I thought I could slip it in here, but I hit his shoulder And I broke I broke his shoulder Uh So he turns around, and he's clawing at the tree To go back up, and he sits on a limb And then he puts his Front legs over the limb And Tyler goes
0: Fuck!
1: And I'm I'm like, what? And he goes, you got a 40 foot extension ladder? He goes, there's no way to get up this tree He said, you have to flinch that cat to get him out, out, of the tree. yeah. Sh- I'm like, and it was a long way in there, and yeah. it was awful. And I'm like, all right. So I knock a fourth arrow, and I cut a slice that long in the tail, oh. and I drove that thing right up its ass. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right the to, the, right to the knock, right to the knock. No kidding. Well, then the cat went, mm. and Tyler's like, hit him again, make him flinch. So I took my last arrow out of my quiver, <laughs> holy, smokes, and I unscrewed man. the broadhead, throw it on the ground aimed right for the back of his head, neck area, boom, boom. Just to get him to like. Yeah, and he hit the ground deader than the doornail. And Holy s- Tyler, <laughs> Tyler comes up and he goes, oh, hell of a cat. And, of course, the dog's got to do their thing, get yeah. mad at it, you yeah, know, yeah. and there's a reward. <laughs> Tyler goes, you've got to full body mount that cat. I'm like, okay. Yeah. He goes, here, I'll help you. So we skin it. He goes, okay, see you, see you later. He clips his dogs up. Back up the mountain he goes, down a ravine, and, of course, I could find my way out. Yeah. But I was spent. I mean, yeah, it yeah. was it was 17 degrees. We'd been out all day. Oof. I rolled this cat up, zip it to and I, I'm i like, you couldn't even carry my bow? Right. So I'm like, okay, here we go. So slipping and sliding, tri- tripping, logs down, can't see where you're stepping, covered in snow. Yeah. I finally get up to the top where he's sitting. He's like, you ready to go? I'm like, Yeah. And my legs were like lead. Mm-hmm. So we, we get on the machine. We get to the hill. He's like, you're going to have to walk down. I'm not taking the machine down. It was all like, oh, snowy. You know? Okay. So I literally slid down the hill.
3: Money. Right.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, so finally, I mean, we get out of the whole ordeal. But to hear your story where, yeah, I had two days and I got in. Yeah. I mean, I just had another buddy he went out for a six-day cougar hunt. Yeah. First day. <laughs> yeah. First day. Well, and he didn't even shoot it with his bow. Because his boat didn't arrive. Neither did his yeah. hunting clothes. He did it in civilian clothes. Damn. <laughs> I'm like,
0: what if Well, that's... My buddy Trey is, like, so Western. A real cowboy. And what's He's 32, 33 right. years old. But when you meet him, you would never guess that. Because he knows so much about so many things in the West. Like, he's... One of the most fascinating human beings I know. Hmm. He's so young, but you'd think he, he has the knowledge of an eighty-year-old dude of just every, all of the experience all he has. Ca- all different stuff too. I always joke around and say like, when you're in the West doing Western shit, Trey Heiner is like your safety blanket. <laughs> like if you get in a sticky situation, you want Trey with you because he's gonna stay calm and he'll get you out. Right. And the confidence he has, like we'll get one, we'll get one in the tree. Like he just knows the mountains that good, yeah. that he just was that confident. Yeah, dude, we'll get you one. We'll get you one in the tree. He goes, whether or not you want to shoot it, that's up to you. And I told him, I was like, dude, I'm, I've am i never seen a mountain lion. If we get up there and you're like, hey, man, maybe you should let this one go. Let's find another one. Then I'll listen. But if you don't tell me that, I'm shooting it. Right. right. You right. Know? right. And he said, good good, average cat. Shoot it.
1: Yeah, that's so. a once-a-lifetime deal. Yeah. I mean, unless, I mean, I've been offered to go, be, but it's you get one cat, it's like, how many can't steal Yeah, right, I'll, I'll, I'll go
0: with buddies now. Yeah, you know that's what I'm looking for because it is absolute chaos. It is. It's is so crazy. <laughs> it's so fun. It's a different type of like adrenaline. Like, I don't know how you felt. Oh, you you had to hike out to like beat you down a little bit. It yeah. sounds like. But when I got when we got back to like the main um, route in and out of the backcountry there. I was still shaking. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, dude, this, like, adrenaline of the shot, it stuck with me for, like, two, three hours. Yeah. And I kept telling him, like, dude, I still feel like, you know that feeling after you shoot a deer oh, on yeah. the tree stand? yeah. For, like, a half hour, you're, like, kind of, like, lightly convulsing or something yep. a little bit. Like, I kind of had that, that. It stuck with me longer. And I think it's just, like, the pressure of the arrow and, like, the chaos. It's, I think that's what. And well, it's yeah. a
3: hundred and some pound cat. Yeah,
0: you're eye- eyeball to eyeball with a predator within 15 yards of it. I mean, it gets you jacked you up. You know what's weird, too? Like, you know, I have a house cat and whatever. A mountain lion is just a fucking gigantic house cat. They're is. They're like the sure. same <laughs> animal. They're just way fucking bigger. Oh, yeah. It's horrifying. And if you think about it, like a house cat could fuck you up if it wanted to. You try to get your house cat inside the little pet carrier to take it to the vet. Have fun. <laughs> it's a nightmare. Yeah. Now,
1: I'm looking for a picture of my cat. And I, what,
0: how
2: much did you say it, Wade?
1: My cat was probably one sixty to one seventy. That's well, a
0: huge cat. That's big. Yeah, mine hundred to hundred fifteen. We were guessing as what, a big female. What's a Boone and Crockett skull on a cat? It's um, I know Pope and Young is thirteen and eight sixteenths. Um, Why do I think eighteen? No,
1: uh, no. Did I say eighteen? No, no, no. I no, mean, you Boone. said thirteen.
0: Um, Sixteen is Boone and Crockett. Okay. No. Is that right? No, that's not right. Skulls are in 16s, I thought right? it was
1: 18. Cause
0: no, the world record's in the 16s, I believe. Really? Okay, Okay. I'm probably way off. <laughs> I don't know. I looked it up recently. Hey, it up. Pope and Young's out there. Should we go grab him? Go okay. ahead. Get in here.
2: <laughs> get
3: in, hey, we get in some, here. we,
1: we got to settle something right
2: settle now. Something. Well, you said your cat was real close to Boone. That's that's a huge cat. Yeah.
1: So are you going to full body mount it? I have you to. You have to. I have to. I, I'm glad I did. In fact... What's cool is I lived right pretty close to my taxidermist. Right. So I I helped with every step. I helped make the form.
0: That's awesome. We cut
1: all the legs off, put all positioned it. I've got it coming down a rock, looking out in the room. Well then I I had bought a house and I have an elk and the elk's turned like he's just about ready to bugle. Well when I set him up in the house I didn't mean to. The cat's looking down at the elk and the elk's looking uh, up at the banner. Oh, that's cool. And it worked yeah, out yeah, It worked out really nice.
0: So <laughs> uh, the world record in weight is two hundred and seventy six pounds. Ooh. Ooh. Which is stupid. Where's that where the hell
3: is that thing shot?
0: Um probably California. <laughs> um no, uh World record California. Cougar in British Columbia, Canada, nineteen seventy nine. Score sixteen and four sixteenth is the Boone and Crockett world record on Charles M. Travers, 1979.
3: Um, I don't know anything about cats, but I would assume that's a giant cat.
1: Yeah, that's that's oh, a big yeah. cat.
0: And I don't know what um, I don't know what mine will go. I haven't, obviously, don't have it ready to measure, but I don't care. Right, <laughs> I shot a mountain lion. That's cool. That wow, cool. that's beautiful. See, I want to do something similar to that with the snow and all that. Man, that's awesome. I don't know if I'm Beautiful gonna do the item. mouth open or like like a maybe like a pant. I don't like the aggressive. Oh yeah, all muscled uh, up. And yeah, looking I'm gonna like eat you every time yeah. you walk in. I'm gonna eat you. It's like oh, you're still mad. <laughs> we, we, we get we, we, <laughs> we <laughs> really, you've scared been, like, by for 20 years. <laughs> we get scared by Michael Waddell in the studio. Think that is in there. We have awful. a cardboard cutout of Michael Waddell in the studio, and every time. It's it scares like, us every time we walk in. Yeah. You think there's a person <laughs> We don't need there. a mountain lion hunting us every time we go in. Right? <laughs> yeah, we we'll don't need both. But it's, we need to tell him that when we're here. But it's him when he did the old team road tree jerky. Yeah. And there are pe- there'll there be people that walk in the studio and be like, hey, man. And then walk in the other room and be like, oh, it's just a cardboard cutout. Yeah, you people
3: like walk in and they wave at him because I think he's <laughs> a natural person. So stupid.
0: That's <laughs> awesome. Well, dude, this was fun, man. We get to share lion hunt stories and yeah. talk about it. So I hope the year goes good. I hope people give it a, a shot. Yeah. And I think they will.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's all I ask is just give me one arrow. Be open minded. Come Mm. at it with an open mind. I mean, when the first compound bow came out, I can guarantee you, I've talked to old timers and everybody went, there's no way. Wheels are for cars. That's what we always say. (laughs) Exactly. You know? So everything at one time is new. I mean, if this was a tree stand, you'd be asking me, why is this one better? Mm -hmm. This has never been seen before. Mm -hmm. Right. But yet, it's not like I just brought it to market. I'm a bow hunter. I would never bring something to market that would hurt somebody. Yeah. And all I ask for is one arrow. I think that's very One fair, arrow man. when
0: it's negative yeah. 20. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's a big difference right there. Or if you're going on a lion hunt, get a mitt. Keep your, keep your dick beaters warm while you're out there and you got to shoot a lion. <laughs> <I was trying laughs> keep your DBs warm. We don't need any dogs getting killed because your hand was numb and you couldn't shoot for worth of shit. <laughs> and it sounds like get a good guy Yes. Don't go with whoever you went with.
1: <laughs> well, in fact, he told me. I'm he sure he's goes, a good dude. Oh, he, what, he, but he's like, what is with you? But everything, my elk, they're like, middle deer, white tail, it, it it's not easy. You hear stories where somebody goes out and sits on a stump and a yeah. deer happens to walk by. Yeah. Oh, look, it's a booner. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nah, that ain't never happening to this guy. No. Everything I've ever killed, it's been a hard a struggle.
0: Yeah. Oh train Listen, they're not always easy, but when they, and I'm not saying my cat happened easy, you know, it, Easier than what some people have, <laughs> yeah. but w- w- I wasn't out in civilian clothes. I was like, there's a line, and, you know. There's a like, like There's a little bit of suck to it, but when you get those first-day opportunities, you got to take them yep. because it doesn't always happen that way. Right. So I'm happy. <laughs> Good for you, man. Awesome, man. Well, where, be- where can people find you? Online, website? Go to
1: c3mits.com just- or... The parent company is Better the Hunt Technologies, so if they look up BetterTheHunt.com, either way, C3Mits or BetterTheHunt.com. Get cool. there either
0: way. Awesome. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you for your time, guys. Yep. I appreciate Thank the you. opportunity.
0: Absolutely. Everyone, thanks for tuning in, watching, listening, all that good stuff. Yep. You know what to do. Go shoot your bow. We love you.